listening to Here for Good, an academic podcast from leading researchers at Avondale University College. Welcome to Avondale's Here for Good research series. Today, Professor Steve Currow, Academic Vice President, interviews Professor Robert McIver, Director of the Scripture, Spirituality and Society Research Centre. Enjoy today's podcast. Welcome, Rob. It's great to have you here today to talk about the book you have edited with Sherry Hatting, Educating for Service and Mission, Teachers in Seventh-day Adventist Schools in North America and Their Perceptions of Mission. Tell us about uh, the book. Well, Steve, it reports on some research we did for the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists, uh, which took us to North America in this occasion. Uh, we attended the the conference that the teachers run every six years in the North American division, and were, were able to ask them to fill out a questionnaire for us there. Okay, so why did you choose the North American division? Ah, well, we've actually been asked to go to all 13 divisions of the worldwide Seventh Adventist Church. Uh, when I first started this research project, probably eight years ago, I happened to be in the same building as the North American Division was located. So I went down there and started negotiations at that time. It took a little while, but uh, they were very kind and they invited us to meet at their conference, yeah. All right. So tell us about that conference. Chicago, I understand? Yes. There's a huge convention centre in Chicago and the 6,000 teachers that teach in Adventist schools across the North American Division uh, met there. And uh, I have to say that was my first impression. The Adventist school system is composed of all kinds of schools, small schools, large schools, schools in the middle, boarding schools, day schools. But when you put all the teachers together in the one place, you see it's a huge enterprise. I mean, it's very, very large. So that, that's the first thing that struck me. It's, it's an industry all by itself. All right. So uh, what were some of the important things you found in the survey that you administered there in Chicago? Okay. Well, the survey uh, showed all kinds of very encouraging things. That's, I think, the thing that I was mildly surprised. I was hoping to find really good results, but uh, I was most encouraged by it. If you look at the uh, kind of profile of teachers we had there, 51% of them had a master's degree and 5% a doctoral degree, so they're very well qualified. 70% of them would work for the church for more than 10 years. Now, that's, that's a plus. Significant. That's a plus and a minus because their workforce is beginning to age and they need to start recruiting teachers to replace those that are left. And here is when, when we think of their commitment to the church, uh, we find that 9.6, that's almost 90%, attend church once a week or more. That's really encouraging. It is encouraging. I think it relates to the style of the American Adventist school system. Uh, they are largely based in local churches or closely associated with local churches. Uh, their teachers are 99.9% from the Seventh-day Adventist background. Uh, and as I say, attend church regularly, most of them. And also their students, by and large, come from the members of the local Seventh-day Adventist church. So there is a very close connection between the school system and the church system in the US. No doubt this will be uh, interesting to compare as you do some of the other divisions subsequent to uh, what you've done here in the North American division. I have to say already, I know there's some interesting things there. 
How do you define an Adventist school? Well, in, in North American division, an Adventist school is a school that is run by Adventist teachers for children of Adventist parents. We can't say that they're Adventist yet because they haven't made their adult decisions. Most of them would sort of think of themselves as Adventist. Uh, when you go to Brazil, by the way, we find quite a different strategy in the school system. It's still run by Adventist teachers and Adventist administration, but it's priced at a level that most Adventist church members can't send their children to. So in, in the uh, South American division, the schools make enough profit to actually expand. They are very successful, and their mission is just that, trying to make the Adventist church attractive to those students that attend. In North American division, the mission is to keep the next generation of Seventh Adventists committed to the church. And in Australia... Uh, we have a different system again. The school system started out like the North American system. They started out with Adventist teachers and Adventist uh, children of Adventist parents. The school system in Australia has expanded so that some of the schools have got a only a small percentage of students who come from a uh, Seventh Adventist family. But by and large, they, the teachers are still Adventists. So that is one of the differences that I'm finding as I'm going to different parts of the world church. So what else did you find in the, in the survey, apart from some of these uh, trends about the commitment of the teachers to attending church? Well, we asked them an open-ended question. We said, what is the mission of your school? Right. That was the first question they met in the survey. They hadn't answered any other questions. So this was their raw response. And the most common response uh, was lead the children to Jesus. And 34% of the teachers said that just straight out of the, uh, the gate, essentially. Quality of education was the thing they talked about next most frequently at 26%. Preparation for this world, service learning, eternity focus, share the good news, Christ-centered education. Now, again, from the church's perspective, if, if this is a Seventh-day Adventist school, uh, the school is designed to do what schools do, which is to teach young children to read and write and do arithmetic, but they also see they, that they have a wider vision. The wider vision is that they, they want to take the children and focus their minds on higher things, on spiritual things, on God-related things, and, and on preparing themselves for a life that is a life that incorporates religion and spirituality in their everyday activities. And so, uh, as I say, we found a very lot of, high, a large number of very encouraging things. Well, that, that's interesting because it seems to me as if uh, ethos is an important part of the schools, but ethos without quality will still have a problem and quality without ethos will have a problem. So those two things that feature highly mm. on your scale become core to any successful Adventist school. Well, that's true. And, and if you look at the, and I, I, in one of my chapters, I look at the announcements that the General Conference education directors have been making and then late more in more recent times, the North American education director about what schools are there for. 
And uh, when we look at the earliest such announcements, uh, it's just assumed they're there to uh, maintain their children in the Adventist community. Then they become explicit. They are there as internal evangelism, essentially. Uh, they measure their success by the percentage of students who come through the school that are baptised. Then there was a period where 50s, 60s, 70s, in there they realised that the quality of education was, was maybe not more important, but also very important. So they started emphasising the quality of the education. Right. And, and you can see both of those themes are still current in the way these teachers understand their work and understand what their goals are in the school. You're listening to Here for Good, a podcast from leading researchers at Avondale University College. Rob, how successful are they in North America in actually uh, retaining children who go to Adventist schools? Okay, uh, that is the $64,000 question, isn't it? Uh, and That's why I asked it, Rob. <laughs> we didn't ask it in those terms in the survey. Um, the research is that you're slightly more likely to remain in the Adventist church if you have attended a Seventh-day Adventist school across North America. But I have to say there is some interesting changes happening in the, uh, the church. The, at, at one stage, Adventist parents would sacrifice, and it is sacrificial sending your children to a church school. It costs a lot of the household budget. Uh, and also the teachers working in the school system uh, are not, how do I say this nicely, uh, the best paid people on the block. So people do it out of commitment and belief. And there is uh, some signs out there that the church members are less committed to sending their uh, children to church schools. Uh, one of the chapters in the book is a chapter by Adam Weeks. Now, it was a. It's in the book because it was presented at this conference, right? So sure. it's not really related to the survey. But I attended this, and it was just fascinating. He he was appointed principal of a a small feeder school to a union upper a, a senior academy. So this was a junior academy, right? And he did the numbers, and the numbers were looking worse and worse and worse. So. Uh, parents were saying, why would I send my children there because they're they going to have small classrooms, it's under-resourced, and then uh, I don't really wish to send them to boarding school after that. So he found that there was a real issue and uh, he gave me the numbers and not any, he saw, identified the issues. He had a plan, right? Sounds a good plan. Uh, and they're going for it 100%. So I, I really liked his attitude. I really liked the fact that he had hard numbers. At the end of the presentation, I was sitting next to two guys. The guy on the right, I said, is that typical of your school? He said, yes, could have been exactly for my school. The guy on the left, I said, is that typical of your school? He said, no, no, my school's just growing. And I asked where he was. He was in a town with a large Adventist university and a large Adventist right. um, <laughs> well, a lot of Adventist institutions. And so his school was the best the best educational experience for students in the district. Yes. It was well-resourced and he had a waiting list. Mm. So um, overall, though, the school numbers, uh, student numbers are declining in the North American division. Uh, 
and they are having very difficult moments deciding which schools we can keep open. And it's, you know, the just imagine the trauma and tragedy that people feel when they actually close the school. Yes. So some of that is happening. And also that that is something that you will find talked about in the book as well. Uh, I asked Larry Blackmere to write a sort of overall report on what's going on in the North American Division Education System. And uh, that's one of the things he commented on. Oh, by the way, Larry was the outgoing uh, North American Division Education Director. So he would know. He certainly would know. And he had worked long and hard at high, the highest administrative levels in the church. And so he was looking back reporting on what the impact of the school system was in his career. So, Rob, this is, sounds a very fascinating research project. From my recollection, you've been doing this for a while. Well, this one I've been, this particular project is a very large one. I've been asked to go to all the schools across the world, all the hospitals across the world, uh, all the healthcare centres across the world, all the, yeah, ADRA. So, yes, and before that I was doing some work on tithes. You mentioned this, Steve, because you and I started working on researching tithes together, didn't we? And that's over 20 years ago. And <laughs> you never imagined that it would grow to this sort of scale of research for the church. No. <laughs> I, have to, I have to say it seems just like yesterday we were having that conversation. But, see, the tithes research um, turned out to be a global thing as well. So exactly. uh, that was the basis on which I was able to have the track record to be offered this research. Well, Rob, this is fascinating, and I'm sure everyone would love to get hold of this book. Where can they get hold of it? Well, the book is available on Amazon.com, and I thought I should give the listeners a DP number just in case they're finding difficulty. So it's on Amazon.com and Amazon.com AU. This will work. So you do that forward slash DP forward slash 0648470431. So that will find the book, and it's there for a very attractive price. Uh, it's fascinating. It's really interesting reading, and I hope you enjoy reading it as much as we enjoyed writing it. And, and I want to thank the team, by the way. It wasn't just me. It was a team. Uh, Cherie, who likes to be known as Shireen when she writes, and uh, several others have contributed to this book. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Rob. We really appreciate hearing about this research. Thank you. Steve. Thank you so much. You've been listening to another Here for Good podcast brought to you by the Scripture, Spirituality and Society Research Centre at Avondale University College. Audio production by Connor Bowers and Dale Willis. For more information, you can find us online at avondale.edu.au. Music